0: As we begin this series, we are going to be talking about these psalms. And we've connected these psalms with different posters, as Pastor Marcus pointed out. And they're back there for, for you, either your family or a group of you, to go ahead and color and bring forward to us uh, and, and show uh, your work and help us express these different psalms as we go throughout Lent and even into Holy Week. Now, as, as we're doing that... Uh, And looking at these psalms, I, I would like to begin with the one for this week, which is Psalm 25. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none who wait for you shall be put to shame. They shall be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the Lord of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been of old. Remember not the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, Remember me, for the sake of your goodness, O Lord. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore he instructs sinners in his way. He leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast, love and faithfulness, for those who keep his covenant and his testimonies. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord cannot deny himself. The Lord cannot deny who he is. The Lord can never once turn his back on what his heart tells him. The Lord cannot deny himself. This is extremely hard for us to even grasp or put our minds around because there's not a person in this room who has struggled with trying to deny who they are or find it hard to come to terms with who we are. Our sinful nature, the ways that we are, we constantly find reason to be uh, frustrated with ourselves, who we seem to be, or we seem to be in denial of who we actually are. Think about that for a moment. In fact, there are often two ways that we actually do this. We either deny the very worth that we have as people, or we deny the truth of ourselves as sinners. We live in a world today where it's hard for us to even get our minds around who we are because we are constantly bombarded with images of people who seem to be doing much better than we are. Who seem to be putting themselves out there in such a way that all I can ask and think of myself is why can't I bring my life, bring my family, bring everything I have to be like them? Why is it that they seem to have it easy and I seem to have it tough? Why is it I seem to be the one who carries a cross of temptation? Why is it that I seem to be the one who struggle with these feelings and nobody else does? Whenever we begin down that path and we start going down a certain way, we start to lose sight of the very worth that we have. Those very same images that we see out there in media and around are the very same images that have led countless people to look at their own bodies, look at their own thoughts, look at who they are, and see nothing but ugliness and imperfection. Countless times studies keep coming out about young women and young men, old women and old men, looking at themselves in the mirror and feeling only disgust. To go down a path like that is to forget the very worth that God has given us. To forget that we are the ones who have been made in his own image. That we are the ones that he can actually look at and call beloved. To go down that path denies. Denies the very worth that he has given to us. We see this happen continuously, not just in our own personal lives, not just in out there in the world. We see this within our own families, within our own marriages, within our own ways. How many of us here today have had this kind of struggle in their homes? How many of us here today have had this struggle in their own lives? How many of us here today have heard the enemy's voice speak into your mind or into your heart Why is it not the way I should look? Why is it not the way that it is posed in the movies, in the shows, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter? Is there any I'm missing? I'm sure there is. Snapchat, Snapchat, thank you. (laughs) Why is it not like that? Why is it when I come home that my wife and I argue that way? Why is it when we come home that our food does not look like Top Chef? <laughs> Why is it that the weight of our own jobs seem to carry into the lives of all of those that we love? All the while, We hear these voices of the enemy speaking into our minds. We're pulling ourselves deeper within ourselves, forgetting about the love that is actually being shared, forgetting about the gifts that each of those people, each of those persons in our homes or in our lives is actually to us, forgetting the very calling that we have to them, Because what becomes the focus and center of our mind is ourselves. And even when we're thinking about ourselves in those moments, it's not giving ourselves the justice of what God says about us. David, as he writes this psalm to us, he writes a prayer that could be spoken by any person who's ever heard the voice of the enemy in their ears. As he writes these prayers, he says out loud, O oh my God, in you I trust. And let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemy exalt over me in this way. If you've ever heard that voice, if you are one who has ever felt that way or felt these pains of being told that you are worthless, do not let your enemy exalt over you. Do not let the enemy have his voice heard. Put your trust in God. Because in God, we hear someone who looks at you and sees you worth so much that he would come to feel the same pain, to be called worthless on our behalf, to be called an outcast so that we wouldn't be, to look at us and call us worth so much that he would even die for us. Oh my God, in you I trust. Let me not be put to shame. Let not my enemies exalt over me. Indeed, none who wait for the Lord will be put to shame. Maybe, maybe you're someone who's a little bit more like me. Maybe you're someone who doesn't really struggle with thinking of yourself as worthless maybe you might be someone who oftentimes can easily justify your worth that when you are standing up in front of others you can think of well i i may have lied i may have done this or that but i have not killed anybody i haven't led too many people astray and the times I've used others in my life, at least I've kept that down to a minimum. See, it can, be, it can be really easy for us to justify the sins in our life. It can be just as easy as listening to the voice that calls us worthless, as listening to the voice who says that you are something more than you actually are. It's just as easy to listen to that voice that says that that maybe you are actually perfect. That every feeling and every emotion and every sort of desire that wells up within you is okay to follow because it comes from you. How easy it is to listen to that voice. How easy is it that when we come home, instead of listening to others, I just want to watch Netflix. And that's the desire of my heart so I'm going to watch Netflix. Yet hearing that voice, following those desires, can pull me just as inward as the other one. It can keep the focus on myself. It can make me think of myself as much higher than I actually am. It can make me start to think that my desires and my emotions and my feelings can be equal with God. Because certainly I can create them. And certainly they can be good. How easy it is for us to listen to that voice as we go down that path. A path that is so full of unoriginal ideas created in original sin. In examining your own life right now, You may be able to even think of the places that this is happening. The places in your own life where those voices may be easier to follow than to put up a fight against. A place where it's easy to give yourself over into that temptation because maybe it's just a little too hard to fight. And frankly, all I want in life is happiness. And maybe if I just go down that road of happiness, I'll find happiness. But the good rule tells us if you want to try and be miserable, try to be happy. To go down that road, to listen to that voice is going down a path that will only lead to our destruction. Because all it will lead to is us trying to build our own world separated from everybody else. David writes in this prayer of ours, Make me know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. And for you I wait all the day long. The path of the Lord is different from either of these voices. It is a place of honesty. It is a place of truth. It is a place where we are not to deny who we actually are. It is a place where we are not to deny the feelings and the things that we carry, the very weight of the sin that we hold, the weight of those voices that constantly speak to us, trying to convict us, trying to call us worthless, trying to make us think because of how old we are the world has passed us by. It is a place where we can actually bring all of ourselves and lay it down before God. The times that we followed the voice into temptation. The times we were persecuted under that voice calling us worthless. And in both of those times we bring it to the Lord because it is a place where the path is made of steadfast love and faith. It is a place where as we bring each and every one of those things, the Lord speaks into them and calls us his instead it is a path of steadfast love and since we are people who know this steadfast love we have no reason to deny who we are we have no reason to call ourselves worthless we have no reason to pretend like we are not sinners we have no reason to pretend like we do not fall into temptation But we have every reason to call victory over each of those things. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and have steadfast love over us. For they have been from old. Remember not the sins of my youth and my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For the sake of your goodness, O Lord. The Lord knows who He is. The Lord knows He cannot deny Himself. He cannot deny to share that mercy with us. He cannot deny Himself the opportunity to share His steadfast love with us. Time and time again He shows He cannot leave His children behind. He cannot leave you behind. That even in our sin, even in our forgetfulness, he has done something awesome for us. He has given us a path of steadfast love. He has given us a path of faithfulness. He has given us the person of Jesus Christ, who in him we find steadfast love, who in him we find a path of faith, who in him we find something different. We find a God who continues to look at Israel all the time that they were forgetting who they were and forgetting God, and yet He never forgot them. We find someone who hears His own disciple, uh, Peter, every time deny who He is and deny who His Lord is. And yet He looks at him and He says, Feed my sheep. Take this path forward build my church. He hears a Paul and he sees him as he goes and he crucifies and kills Christians. He becomes a literal murderer. And he takes him on his own path, gives him steadfast love and faith. To spread the word to all of us. He takes you. Someone who somebody along the line has called worthless. Someone who's tried in the past to have been given a vocation. And and led to thoughts of maybe, maybe denying those callings in our life. He's looked at you. Someone who at times has gone down the wrong path of temptation. Who's fallen into those very voices. He's taken you. He's given you the path of steadfast love. He's given you this place of truth. He's given you this faith to move forward. Remember your mercy, O Lord, and your steadfast love, for they have been of old. The Lord remembers. The Lord cannot deny himself. The Lord will not deny you. Amen.